today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. Will Doug Ford's leadership bid uh, help or hurt the PCs? Uh, this is a question, of course, lots are asking and uh, no real answers at this point. Although Vic Fidelli has announced uh, today that he will be the interim leader only and will not seek permanent uh, leadership of the party. Uh, what are the reasons behind all of that? Uh, let's bring in Christo Avalis, Social Sciences and Humanities Research Council postdoctor fellow in history at the University of Toronto and with us now. Christo, thanks for taking the time to join us. We appreciate this. Thanks for having me. Vic Fideli is out only in as interim leader. Are you surprised? You know, I am. I figured that, you know, with Patrick Brown kind of, you know, dropping out so close to the election in such a kind of un, un you know, expected fashion that you would see um, if, if they were going to kind of select an interim leader, I would almost expect that person at the very least to, to contest the seat. Um, and in some ways, I'm maybe even a little surprised they even decided to have a leadership convention anyway. And, you know, in, in this particular case, I thought maybe he just would have been the, the guy to go into the election. It, it it seems that this was quite fluid and no one really knew what they were going to do. Like, I'm wondering if when Vic Fidelli took this assignment, if he thought he would run for the leadership or if part of the deal was that, no, if you're going to do this, you're not going to run. It, it didn't seem to be much certainty there. I, w- I wonder what he thought going in and how that has changed now. I mean, you know, a lot of that probably, you know, maybe it'll come out, you know, in the future. But, you know, generally when there's kind of interim leadership type things, there's there's often a kind of understanding that the interim leader won't seek yeah. um, the permanent job kind of based on the idea that, you know, this is meant to kind of ensure the party is stable and that that person shouldn't have an undue advantage because they, you know, would have the kind of incumbency. But in this particular case, it's not it's not a it's not a uh, conventional interim leadership, I mean, we're so close to the election, I would have to think that at the very least, Fidelity would have had the option mm. to, to seek the permanent nomination. Um, I don't think it would have been, and maybe I'm wrong, uh, details aren't out yet, I don't think he would have been formally barred as it is in, you know, in some other cases. When Bob Ray was the interim leader yeah. of the Liberals, there was an understanding that he wouldn't seek the permanent nomination, and of course he didn't. But I think this is a totally different case. But And they did clarify at one point saying that that this time he would be allowed to run. Mm-hmm. Uh, that being said, the term interim leader wasn't used until very recently. I mean, when all this first went down a couple of days ago, nobody used the term interim leader. No, I think you're right. I think, you know, what happened here is there seemed to be uh, two kind of tensions here. The first thing was after Patrick Brown went, uh, you know, the caucus made it clear they didn't want him, and the caucus, um, you know, kind of selected Vic Fideli as the kind of interim leader or, or as the leader or, or interim, or who knows what we would call him at that point. But it seems like the party itself, the executive, the, 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 the non-caucus-based leadership of the party wanted a convention, in which case he kind of had to then, you know, become the interim leader because for him to be, you know, the, the full-fledged leader that would require that he probably win that process. So I think that's where a lot of the confusion came from based on, on uh, you know, different kind of takes on this issue. And it seems now it's not even really set in stone. Uh, um, some are griping that there shouldn't be a leadership convention. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's kind of a mess, frankly, yeah. because, you know, in my view, and I generally, you know, uh, support... Uh, the idea that the party membership through the executive or through the, the, the rank and file at the local level 
uh, should make these kind of big decisions. But, you know, that's not a, 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 a rule uh, written in stone. And in cases like this, I don't think it's unreasonable for the caucus to look amongst each other and say, look, amongst the 40, 50, odd, 60, whatever, odd of us that are here, we can actually um, find somebody who can lead us into the next election and do a credible job, and that they should be trusted to make that decision. Um, and, and I think that's what they probably you know, should have done. But it seems like now they, what they've done is they're, just, they're, they're in this weird nether region where, hmm. one, they're having a convention less than six months from the election, and two, um, you know, the one, the person who's the interim leader in this case, the one person that might be able to kind of give a kind of early pitch to the party and the electorate, isn't in it for the long term. And I think that's a really awkward position for the party. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.